0: They say all good things come to an end. No, we're not talking about Twitter, but we're talking about the Sharks' winning streak. We'll break down an epic night for another Eric who spells his name the right way. And the Sharks coming up short on a special night. This is Teal Town After Dark. good evening everyone it is thursday night november 17th 2022 you may not have a turkey yet you may not have a twitter account tomorrow but we're here with you no matter what welcome to this edition of teal town after dark this is your live interactive sharks post game we do this after every single game, so if you want to be part of this show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over Sharks territory and around the world on the YouTube page or the app. And of course, you can follow us on the social. And for now, that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. Maybe we'll have Mastodon by the end of the weekend. And find everything at TealTownUSA.com. And if you want to support the pod, of course, hit us up on a super chat donation or hit us up at Venmo at TealTownUSA. And with that, it is Hockey Fights Cancer night. So, yours truly and the lovely Dana Myerson rocking the lavender tonight. You, you, I mean, I had the light and the jersey. You're just like going all in. <laughs>
1: I'm in my lavender haze era.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And for a good reason. Uh, You know, for you briefly, I think we've all been affected from uh, someone who's had or or being close with cancer. uh, You know, sick taps and all the love and support to all of you who have gone and uh, fought this this tough uh, condition. And we wish you all the best in that one but uh dana good evening to you how are things
1: good got my taylor swift tickets <laughs> i don't know how but i made happen
0: well that's always good i saw your your twitter name earlier that <laughs> ticket master can step on a lego and i'm like oh yeah. she didn't get those so, uh, so we'll we'll put T Swift to the side. Although I'm sure there are many who would love to talk about T Swift over this <gasps> second half of this third period. But uh, <laughs> let's get into it. The Sharks coming into a three game winning streak. Uh, you know, looking good early. They got LeBanc going with a nice shot, at his third of the year. Um, but it would be the start of the Eric Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> the Eric Carlson show tonight. Uh, what did you think of the banker? I think he had a goal and, and if I'm not mistaken, two posts tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a post-heavy night. Um, I mean, the goal for Lebanc is great, but what really blew me away was an absolutely disgusting pass <laughs> from Eric Carlson. That was beautiful. That was quintessential Eric Carlson. Um, AJ has not been seen in weeks. <laughs> He's kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know you're not an Eric Carlson hater, uh, AJ. But um, but yeah, no, it's been. Okay. I think Eric Carlson might now, with the four points, be leading in the Art Ross.
0: He, he's getting close. I, I'll I'll pull that up really quick. Uh, but yeah, he's getting I, I pretty mean, close I, on on yeah. this. I know the sharks have played a few more games than some other. I oh, don't sh- sh- so. need to tell those oh, okay, particulars. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I it's yeah, it's amazing pass. Amazing pass that made it one nothing. Detroit yeah. would come right back about mm, but two and a half minutes or three and a half minutes later. Ronick from David Perron, who himself had a night to remember, he had a three point night. Detroit ties it up at one one. Um and then um as I think Corey Massisak retweeted one of his followers, Connor McNieto with his nice goal. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh the Long Beach native with his third of the year. What did you think of uh of Matt's goal there? That was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, I was absolutely floored. Um I mean, yeah, no, I had to watch it a few times over again because um, that, that was a beauty. Um, yeah, is one of those players where it's like, you know, he's like very much bottom six, always going to be bottom six, but sometimes he just like pulls, pulls these crazy goals out. Um, and I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but like I think he's a great guy to have on our team, you know? Um, he, he doesn't always, you know uh bring the um you know he's 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 very much a bottom six player but you know sometimes he can accomplish these things he always puts the effort in even if coaches play him in situations that they should not um but in this case he came up big um and absolutely humiliated all those red wings around him I mean obviously they got the last laugh winning the game but yeah this this <laughs> this is a really interesting game
0: yeah it, it, it went back and forth and and even though the shots were like 9-5 in favor of san jose i thought it was fairly even and, and the sharks were nice to to have just a uh a, a 2-1 lead but concerning you know early on just that one goal and just on five shots and then unfortunately became a thing tonight and i know steve rector you said it uh, on there tonight, you know, love Reimer, but that L is on him awful. Um, I Thank tend you. to agree just a little bit. He didn't get too much help either. There was some yeah. lack of dates, play that was called out by uh, the media on Twitter as well. Uh, just a little interesting, um, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and just kind of going through some of this stuff in the chat boo pitiful home loss uh you know you know kudos to to uh marty in the chat i'm shake shaking this game off too <laughs> uh, that's the spirit that's that's the t swift spirit yeah um uh, but uh you know and, and uncle damphy one win at home is so bad but boy they ha- have they've been entertainingly heartbreaking <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, gosh, has there really, you know, the Chicago game, I, I think back to as, you know, really humiliating, but other than that, there haven't actually been like that many terrible games. Um, just, they, they, you know, as, as people have to say, they, uh, what is it? They snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. Um, they find a way I will say, I, I disagree about this loss being on Reimer. Um, I think he was playing well earlier in the game and it just kind of, he just kind of lost it. Um, but I think the game was just very chaotic. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously that sixth goal. Oof! Yeah. I have a post. I have an entire post-it for that one.
0: So or we'll save we'll, them. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Hold on kids. Yeah. Uh, the second period would go on. Uh, the pain in the butt, it, it you know, David Perron gets his six to tie it up at two, and then Wallman, uh, kind of on a, a around, which you know, we're not supposed to do wraparounds anymore, people, let alone you know, apparently the slap shots going away too. But, uh, you know, Detroit would get the two goals, and yeah, again, it was starting to be like, oh, the. Stat-wise, it was not a pretty night for Reimer. But again, I thought there was some lackadaisical play um, from defensively and from the forwards too. Um, not helping him out too much or or getting too comfortable, I would think, Dana.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of see that. Um, it, it was just a very... Like I said, very chaotic game seemed like um, very just like on the fly, not necessarily like uh, strategy based, like, you know, kind of uh, going through the systems, I guess. I don't know the terminology, but like um, you you could tell people were. Right, yeah, no. People were definitely just like trying to adapt. So many people were falling down. Was I the only one? Ek65 is a trendsetter. He was falling down in previous games, and now everybody's tripping. (laughs) Right, like it's it's in Mean Girls with like cutting the holes in (laughs) in the t-shirt. Now everybody's doing it. It's the coolest thing. It's the trend. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. But this game just kind of fell apart. But again, damn, if it wasn't entertaining.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was nice, you know, th- uh, three, three, two after two periods. And then early on, the, the Wings would get a goal in the, in the third of you know, v- Valeno, who I think the whole, you, you mentioned, you mentioned the chaoticness of the, I think it started when Valeno had that, that cheap hit on the bank mm-hmm. early in the game, like not even three minutes in and, and it just started to get more chaotic and everything. Um, he would get a goal like within the first five minutes of the third to make it four two, and then the sharks woke up and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I like this resiliency. I like this, this passion coming in. I, 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 like seeing how they're, they're pulling this off. You know, Couture would get his eighth. He'd get the loose puck in. Mm-hmm. You know, from Carl- Couture is not washed. I just want to put that not, out yeah. there.
1: I'm posting on that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I have a bone to pick with people who say Couture's washed because the on. points would say otherwise.
0: Go on, I'll let you have yeah. the floor.
1: Oh yeah, and the whole—I know people aren't saying this now, but you know, because obviously they won three in a row. But people like strip Couture of the sea, like. Okay, but you know you don't get stripped of the C for like not playing super well, right? Like that's not like some teams have captains who are like their tenth best player in turn, you know? Like that's not the role of the captain isn't necessarily to always be the best player. Like, I think, you know, first of all, none of us are in the dressing room, so who's to say whether or not Couture is like a good leader or whatever, but like He's always kind of exuded that to me. He's very frank, obviously, and, you know, in his interviews, he's like known for that. Um, so I can only imagine behind the scenes that he will absolutely tell people, um, you know, how it is. Um, he's been so consistent for the franchise all these years. And so personally, I, I, I think he's a great captain um, and I'm, I'm happy with him.
0: And I thought during the road trip, he really was um, telling it like it is more so than anything else um on there and it kind of boosted his his confidence he got a couple goals on the road trip and now he's going you know he's getting going on the uh, game here and uh you know gets it eighth you can see him okay let's go uh as such on there and sure enough you know there was like a almost like a set play uh on the tying goal where Carlson shoots it off of uh Red Wings butt I thought you know, Hurl had a tip of it, but game tied 4-4. You're like thinking, oh boy, all right, guys, let's go. Wasn't expecting this.
1: It was not to be.
0: <sighs> sadly, sadly, yes. Uh, Eric Carlson with a goal and three assists, and then a complete meltdown as the Red Wings would go on to score three goals in about five minutes. Uh, you know, you see more cider with his first of the year, Pia Suter with his fourth, of course, Kubelik with the empty netter. And as you said, the bone to pick uh, with Reimer on, on the sixth goal. Um, Reimer, I love you. Bud. Yeah. You've been a hell of a run, but you are yeah. not Archer's Urbe.
1: No, you know, I wouldn't say bone to pick. I think, like, every goalie does this. Every goalie thinks they're, you know, the, as you said, the, uh, um, yeah, the second coming of Archer Zerbe or Martin Berger, you know, (laughs) some other goalie who's, like, known for handling the puck. Like, you know, y'all just, y'all just aren't it. Um, I will say it's just so sadly ironic that, like, Reimer, who is Steve Dangle's, like, favorite player of all time, committed the just the textbook, dang it. Um, but I will say, like, you know, he had to just make a split-second decision. Um, you know, it's just no one was ahead. Of, God, which red <laughs> which was it? I already forgot.
0: It was uh, P.S. Was that the
1: cider goal?
0: No, it was the following one. That he that he skated out to try to beat out, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, was that the Valeno, the second Valeno goal?
0: Uh, I think you are talking about the second Valeno goal. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean the the, the Valeno's goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. Obviously, it was the wrong choice, but I am not mad at him. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a hail mary, and it just didn't work out. So yep
0: that's a tough one uh tough third period and um you know for how great reimer has been all season you you are bound to get a dud unfortunately it's a dud at home um you know and, and you see a lot of comments in the chat you know awful in the third period uh you know uh where was the other one here there was another one that was really critical of of uh the 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 sharks ryan shannon you know saying a horrible record team gives up seven goals tickets are too expensive you know some people wonder why no one's going to the games tonight is a good example I, I mean i thought it was entertaining um but yeah it got frustrating in in that in the last nine minutes
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I would like to say kind of off topic, but I saw someone say uh, prayers for that little girl in her recovery. Um, I think they did say that she actually did uh, receive her final dose of or her final round of uh, chemo or, or radiation or whatever it was. So um, obviously, as, as many people know, you know, cancer can come back, that kind of thing. I hate to say it, but it does sound like um, that she has recovered um, or at least like gotten to a point where she's beaten that cancer. So, so that is some good news. Oh gosh, that puck drop was so sweet and bringing Oscar Lindblom out.
0: That was very cool. As we're talking about Layla Malone, uh, Mm -hmm. along with her family came out for the ceremonial puck drop. Uh, And yes, you you were talking about, about her, her final treatment. Uh, She finally gets to ring her, her bell on Monday, uh, which is so good for her. Uh, if you haven't seen the footage, check out the Sharks' Twitter and YouTube. Um, they showed her uh, getting to watch uh, practice from the bench at uh, the practice facility. Uh, the uh, like a couple of days ago, uh, nine years old to go through that at nine—it's just crazy. Um, and, you know, it's stick taps all around for her to, to fight the great fight, and, and great to see that she is doing really really well for mm-hmm. sure um so the sharks have you know they they, they back have, to hockey back to hockey <laughs> i don't well, quick you know over to that uh you know the the tough one is uh you know three games three game winning streak comes to an end and just as it's it's a bummer to to see but you know they've they definitely have played a lot better over the last couple of weeks, even if the results haven't gone their way on there. Um, you know, uh, talking about some of it, James Reimer, you know, it wasn't a clean game. I don't think either team is happy about it. You just try to grind it out and we couldn't do it. Um, he goes on to say, we had a chance to get points and it couldn't get done. I wasn't good enough tonight. We battled hard. And probably deserved a point. And I thought I was tough on myself. Wow, uh, I thought I was ahead of him, uh, but it was a bad read, and I was in no man's land on that slide. So, proving once again, the de- de- starfish defensive posture only works with Brent Burns. <laughs> Did it? Uh, well, <laughs> okay
1: revisionist history
0: (laughs) nine nine times out of ten it probably didn't work (laughs) but that one time um so i think it's time i think it's time for the post-it notes
1: all right so uh just an update on the numbers we were at 23 we have one two three four five six seven today so we hit 30 um so wow y'all who took the over uh Plus or minus 70, or I guess it was 70.5. Yeah. Y'all are smart. Um, so, okay, let's see. A lot of this is, again, chaotic game, chaotic post-its. Um, I don't know if you guys saw before uh, the game started, after the puck drop, um, Sturm and Lindblom were on the bench doing their smelling salts. <laughs> and, again, I, I, I rewatched that because it was just so funny um, where one of them was, like, smelling, offered to the other one, they smell it. He's <laughs> like, ah. Um, I'm thinking like, uh, hockey players and they're smelling salts. It's like them and Victorian women whose corsets are too tight. Um, everybody <laughs> loves smelling salts. It's a tradition. Um, let's see. Every time they say Ronick, I think Jeremy Ronick is back. <laughs> Gutless. I am I the only one? Like I I don't know. Um they just they sound similar, but I know it's different. Um yeah, villano dangerous hit on the bank. I think in general uh, calls just did not go the ref's way or sorry, the sharks' way. Um calls always go the ref's way. Um but there there were definitely a, a few missed calls I think um that I you know, I don't know if that would have helped the sharks win, um but something something food for thought. Um do, 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 got his first point, which is awesome. Um, I think they mentioned he, I don't know if they exactly looked it up, but as far as they know, he's the first uh, player um, of Turkish descent um, to play in the NHL. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, there might be someone out there, but um, I think that's awesome. It's always awesome to see people representing new uh, heritages and communities that haven't been represented in the past. So, um, yeah, so that's awesome. And it's so great to see he got his first point, um, and see his mom in the stands. That was awesome too. Yeah, that was great. Um, mm-hmm. um oh my God, these are kind of out of order. Um, <laughs> um uh, Randy and Hetty during the second intermission, were talking so much about come from behind wins. The sharks let it go to their heads and they heard it and they were like, Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So we got to make sure we get behind. And then they get their two goals to tie it up again, but then, you know, falls through. Um, So, yeah, maybe they like tied it up and then they were like, oh, no, wait, we have to give up goals so that we can come from behind. (laughs) Didn't pan out. That's okay. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, just this one's just a rant about people's, you know, uh, dunking on cooch. Cause I, I not in this household. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, yeah. And then with the cider goal, like I can't really be mad. Cause he's on my fantasy team and <laughs> he's been having kind of a tough year. I hasn't necessarily delivered for Dana's hotshot squad. Uh, that's my team name. Um, but Hey, so, you know, I got something there. You can't blame me for it. I'm not happy, but I feel neutral about that goal. It's like, you know, technically, that oh gosh, was that the game-winning goal? Was it the fifth goal?
0: Yeah, the cider that is a game winner. So okay. Well, points. you know what,
1: the shark—it's not like the sharks lost by one, so technically, I can be happy, and the sharks still would have lost. Same result. <laughs> okay. Well, and then yeah, the last one is just not Steve Dangle's favorite goalie committing the oldest dang it in the book. Oh yeah. No. Um, so we'll see a we'll see a Rhymer dang it. But I'm hoping that that um, Nieto goal can make it to the hat picks. Maybe I feel like he never picks Sharks games for these um, unless they're on the dang it.
0: Uh, it, it he's asleep by now, I, and I don't blame yeah. him. He goes probably like crying like crazy yeah. at the moment. One <laughs> well, thirty-four in the morning.
1: At though, right?
0: Um, right? You're gonna make me. There's no
1: wraparound, wrap. so other games don't exist anymore. That's so- right.
0: People. Yeah, we
1: don't talk about a single other team. Oh, no, they lost. They lost to the Devils.
0: Oh, what wow, was that
1: 11 games?
0: 11 games in a row for the New Jersey oh, Devils. The... Did you guys
1: see the sorry Lindy chant? Oh,
0: that was hilarious. <laughs> I I,
1: that might be the first time in the 100-plus year history of the NHL for fans to be <laughs> apologizing in a cheer
0: that that's that's gotta be the yeah that's gotta be the first i mean that's crazy (laughs) 11 in a row for the devils (laughs) who who i don't think anybody gave them an inkling to be in playoff contention um i don't
1: know if it's gonna last i don't know if that's an unpopular opinion but like it's not as if it's unprecedented for a mediocre team to like have a crazy winning streak in kind of the first third of the season. Like this happened with Buffalo a few years, I think two years in a row they had like crazy winning streaks in like the first few months of the season and then just completely fell off. It happened with Philly a few years ago. Um, oh. You know, I think, I think maybe the devils could make the playoffs, but i don't know if i buy that they're like this good if that makes sense
0: it'll be interesting to see if they if it can be uh stretched out through the year i i Mm -hmm. I remember what was it 12 or 13 game winning streaks and they played each other like a couple years ago it was like washington minnesota or columbus it's like just crazy something Uh, like that yeah something like that so Stick-tap to the New Jersey Devils for 11 straight there. Hey, the Kraken oh. in overtime beat the Rangers, the what? Sharks' next opponent. Um, you mean the
1: world-beating uh, playoff uh, positioning Seattle Kraken? Uh,
0: just, that, right. <laughs> just crazy to think about, that, that the Kraken 9-5-3. <sighs> the
1: Pacific is bad, though. It's I know it's cliche to say, and I've usually not been on the team of people just dunking on the Pacific because, like, yeah, I get it. None of you East Coasters even watch the games. That's fine, but <laughs> yeah, no. The difference between Vegas and everybody else is,
0: I'm oh. uh, insane, disgusting. But then, but then, any anything can happen I- any day. I mean, look, the Sharks beat Vegas, and and I thought, mm-hmm. you know, Vegas is a world beater right now. I mean, freaking Boston's been on a on a run lately too. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean. L.A. did leapfrog them, but they but Seattle has two games in hand on them. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes uh, down the road. But, yeah, Seattle at 21 points. I mean, that's just crazy. That would put them, you know, that, that puts them in third in the Pacific. I mean, they'd be playing L.A. in the playoffs if the playoffs started tomorrow. That's just crazy. Um, to go back to what you were talking about with Eric Carlson, uh, I don't think NHL.com has updated it yet, but I believe unless Dreisaitl got something tonight, if he got a point tonight, he'd be tied for the number two spot in all of the NHL in points.
1: Yeah, Oilers didn't play tonight.
0: Um, So, uh, Dana, you know, and I put this out on Twitter. It's like, forget the Norris. Twitter what? That exists. That, yeah, that's true. I, I think. I thought they were all stuck in a parking lot. I, I think. Yeah, I still see tweets going on right now. So yes, for now, for now, you know, uh, <laughs> it's still there. Check us out on Mastodon. I don't know, Uh <laughs> but Eric Carlson, four point night, a goal and three assists. I think now you you can't can't say just Norris now, can. Can a team that's, you know, not in the playoff position have a heart trophy candidate?
1: Well, the people who vote on these awards don't watch West Coast games. So, um, you can, you know, dismiss that one. Uh, I'm kidding. But it seems Whatever. like, it seems like. <sighs> It seems like there is kind of bias, but, you know, I don't know. That's an interesting question, because in theory, if we do get to the end of the season and Carlson is legitimately one of the like top scorers in the league, but the Sharks are terrible, like, I don't know. I, I'll have to think about it. Because, yeah, with the individual awards, it's like there's sort of a unspoken precedent of like... You know, there are certain awards, individual awards you can win even if you're on a bad team. But then, like, for example, the Calder, like, you can be on a terrible team and win Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, look, look at this cute rookie, (laughs) you know. Uh, But with Norris, I I feel like um, I'm not sure I recall the last time someone won a Norris without the team at least being mediocre,
0: as opposed to just being bad right
1: now, <laughs> right, right. I think the sharks are somewhere between awful and mediocre,
0: because
1: um, they they show you know they show that that chutzpah, um, and they're not currently one of the absolute bottom feeders of the league with like the Columbus and Anaheim who has not won in regulation. <laughs> Oof. Um, Yikes! But yeah, I I don't know. You know, I even if we tank, like we may not win the draft lottery. And as someone pointed out, um, you know, it, I, I'll have to pull up the comment, but, um, you know, there's a question of if a high draft pick and we just pick a forward, will that help us when a lot of our problems are really in the D core? We have one consistent NHL defenseman and then a bunch of bottom six people. Um on any other team, I mean, I you know I see them, I I I you know I love lasic I love Shemek, and I and Ferraro. Like I see they're putting effort in, but at the end of the day, on another team, they'd be in the bottom pair.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I think Flasic has improved, has been better as opposed yes, to the last absolutely, couple of years. absolutely. Uh, Ferraro is just a shot blocking machine. I just you know, I I hope he has extra padding underneath his pads. Oh, By the time God. we get to the march, man is made of. <laughs>
1: solid i don't know solid diamond
0: right um yeah you just hope that that uh uh they can turn things around they can get you know they can improve on things but uh you know you're dealt with the hands that you have and and this is what you got um you know which kind of leads to, to all the crazy speculation of how one report from Pierre Lebrun has now turned into freaking, oh, well, uh, there's a report that the Sharks have talked to the senators, but the Sharks haven't asked Carlson to waive his no-move clause. And and even, even Carlson was, like, saying, hey, you guys have something to talk about.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean I was listening to the Chris Johnson show earlier today and he said it wasn't impossible. Um and that he would like to see uh Carlson go back to the Sens. Um, I guess Mike Hoffman's gone, long gone. Yeah. So, you know, that was one of the kind of one of the big issue or one of the Um, or I guess he was traded after Hoffman was already traded. I don't know. Um, but (laughs) I I just, I just don't know if it's really likely. Um, although I'm thinking logically and as people have pointed out to me, uh, hockey GMs can be incredibly stupid and, you know, tunnel vision. They just are obsessed with one player and they need to get that one player. So help them God, um, and, you know, a piece of me, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of us have been like, um, just, you know, it, we never thought we would get to a point where Carlson would be even close to tradable. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, because the thing is, there's still four more years on his deal. Yeah, he's been stupid good for a few months. Unfortunately, that doesn't guarantee that he's going to be that good for the next four years. Like. I hate to use the word injury prone because like, you know, I think a lot of the time when guys get that label, it's maybe not fair. It's not like it's their fault. Sometimes people like, for example, for years, people were saying hurdle was injury prone, um, you know, but it wasn't his fault. And he's, you know, been solid last few years playing most of the games. Um, But back to Carlson, like I, if I were a GM with my head on my shoulders, I wouldn't, delve too far into it because yeah it's the money but also again it's the term and i think most fan bases would they might be some people might be excited at first but i think the reception might be still negative because it's such a long deal and he is on the other side of 30 or whatever because this is a situation where if you're in your 30s you're old um (laughs) but yeah um that's that's my very long-winded take on the whole situation, um, and selfishly, you know, I love him. I love his like cocky personality. Um, obviously, like I said, a lot of people have been hoping for you know even the possibility of him being traded, but um, I just don't know if I actually see it happening. I think a lot of these times, like some of these reports, like Pierre LeBrun is clearly trustworthy, um, one of the best sources. Um, in the league. no one is denying that, but just because a rumors put out there doesn't mean it's like as big a deal as people might think if that makes sense.
0: And, and of course, you know this is all coming from they had a GM meeting so when all the guys when all the GMs get together, they're all like, you know it, it's one of those things where they kind oh, we're in the same room. hey, let's talk. you know um, And yes, uh, Shark's legend Mike Hoffman yes <laughs> the 90 minute shark Mike Hoffman there uh you know I, it's zebra kicks shoebies. I logged in to say Mike Hoffman was never forgotten in his soul oh jeez, you know um verge 7f91 he's like so why didn't ek65 play this well earlier was it due to burns or was it due to injuries or lack of effort uh, I mean it could be uh could be all of them you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and you know, it makes you wonder if Ek if EK had the, the mm, let me try this again. If the Sharks have this EK sixty five and eighteen nineteen in a better goalie than Jones, that's for damn sure, although he's doing well for the Kraken now, uh, they win the cup.
1: Oh gosh. I mean, if if some <sighs> buts were candy and nuts um I don't know. I think really what did them in in that St. Louis series was just fatigue and injury and St. Louis just wore them down. So I don't know if any amount of goaltending could have compensated for that. It is what it is. I will still remember that, uh, playoff run very fondly. Um, so
0: that was an incredible playoff run. Yeah. An incredible game that ended a series, but, um, yeah. and, I think they were tired, too, you know, playing back-to-back seven-game series, and that that was it. But I, I also come back and say they were 60 minutes away from going home in five games to Vegas, and it's and it's a tough one, and it stinks. You know, it, it, you get so close. I mean, there are numbers, and we could go on, and we'll probably save this for the summer, of, of which year was the Sharks' year that they kind of blew it, but it's painful, to, you know, so... Absolutely. Uh, before we get out of here, Uncle Danfey, I believe part of it is systematically Bugner did not utilize him properly. Quinn did Carl good. That's true too. And I think the I, I think we've also mentioned that you know he isn't on the PK as much, so maybe you you get a little bit more offensive minded in that sense. So
1: yeah, I. <laughs> Come to think of it, I'm like, wait, he was on the PK? Like that's a terrible use of Eric Carlson. Um uh, I mean, you know, I don't like especially when like the Sharks PK is obviously one of the only brace spots from the last few years. We have some really good penalty killers. Um Eric Carlson is not necessarily one of them, but that's okay. Not everyone can be Kale McCarr and good at everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, talk about a great defenseman there. Yeah, uh, Eric Carlson tonight, 17 seconds of of uh, uh, PK time, uh, 24, Good. over 24 minutes on hand. So, all right. Uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher. You can hear that on audio form with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, uh, and of course, if you're watching us on YouTube or watching the replay, give us a like, hit that subscribe button, let us know, uh, you know, where you're at and where you're tuning in and and comment below on on, you know, should Dana need to get another, you know, uh, set of post-it notes from Staples or or Eric Carlson, a Norris winner and a heart candidate, you know, so. Let us know what you thought of this game in the comments section down below if you're watching us on the replay. Dana, as always, I, I love the lavender purple look you got going on for the- for Hockey Fights Cancer. Appreciate it as always. Uh, your final thoughts and where people can find you.
1: Yeah, um, well, final thoughts. Cancer sucks. Um... But it's, it's always nice to see um, all the teams in the league come together to, um, you know, highlight the issue and um, take the opportunity to spotlight people um, who have been battling cancer or, you know, have in the past or even, um, you know, people who've, who've lost their battle with cancer. So um, that's always, you know, and in, in it's, it's somber, but it's also uplifting. So. Um, yeah, so, you know, definitely don't want to forget, you know, or let, uh, or forget that aspect of this game, um, as as entertaining and crazy as it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, really like if, you know, if you want the sharks to have a good shot at draft pick, this is the perfect game for you. They were fun bad. I've, I had been asking for them to be fun bad and they were fun bad. So at the end, you know, no harm, no foul. Um, and they made sure to lose in regulation as well. Thank you, James Runner. Uh, oh. But yeah, oh no, I've got, hey, hey, as I said, I don't blame him for the whole game. I don't. Just, just that cool. Um, and people can find me on uh, the Hell site that could go out at any minute. So follow me while you can um, at Dana May, so D A N A M E Y Y. That's also my Instagram handle um, if you want to hit me up there. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, I am at PuckGuy14 on the Instagram and the Twitter, and mo- most of it. Uh, Noel, <laughs> fun bad. I like it. Yes. Hey, fun must be always. It, it might not always be good. It could always be bad, you know, but either way. And whoever thumbed us down, that's not fun. Come on now. Be nicer. All right, Uh, with that, we'll get out of here. We'll be back with you on Saturday night following Sharks and Rangers. It is 49ers night, uh, so you'll see a lot of red and gold. I know myself and AJ will be out there. AJ with his beautiful 49er uh, warm-up jerseys. So be on the lookout to see him at the tank with that. Uh, And we'll be back with you following that game. So Sharks, Rangers, Barkley Goodrow. Will make his return to the Shark Tank. Will there be a video tribute? We'll see.
1: Is this his first time coming back?
0: I think. Well, twenty twenty one, they didn't. They didn't play in the division. Uh, I want to say last year, I think he was injured with the Rangers. So, oh. so I think it's it's his. Re, he'll hopefully, as long as he didn't get hurt tonight, he'll be back in the lineup for uh. For the rangers and that'll be a that'll be a good moment that'll be a fun moment for uh barkley good so uh and and if and if the bird the bird app does go away hey um you know a lot of you know how sentimental i am with uh with our old tweet ups from years ago so appreciate all of you uh reaching out uh hashtag sharks fam and hashtag teal together Uh, no matter where we are on the on the social media world so until then thanks for watching keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we will see you saturday night following sharks and rangers good night everyone